Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. What's up, what's up my people? Oh my goodness, it's been such a very long time guys. And I mean, I didn't really make such committed promises that I will post as frequently as I used to uh, last year because I know that this year would be a lot of things for me to do so um, that's why I just told you guys I'm a post when I post <laughs> but I'm back guys I'm really back and uh, I was just super excited to talk to you guys this is like one of those days when you're home, you really want to go out, but you can't because, you know, women, you have that feeling when you're just at home and you need to just take a beat, you know, and just chill. So um, my food is on the way. I'm waiting for my Uber Eats. And uh, yeah, by the time it gets here, hopefully <laughs> I'm going to be done recording Anyways, um, yeah, so today is going to be more of a very fun um, topic, but before that, okay, it's only best we talk about what went down last night. You guys might be thinking what went down last night, but if you don't know, I'm going to refresh your memory. Well, Oscar happened last night, okay, and... It went down, okay? When I say it goes down, (laughs) it went down, child. So basically, uh, for most of you guys who might not uh, know, um, Will Smith actually got his first um, Oscar awards as the best actor from the, you know, movie uh, King Richards. That was the movie portraying um, Serena Williams' life and her family basically with the whole tennis career etc which is a really really good movie and i recommend you guys to watch it and that movie actually was one of the reasons i got into tennis okay yes your girl's playing tennis now and your girl's really good at playing like it was really hard but especially um you know jumping into a new um a challenge or basically something new for the first time especially in my age okay if you don't know i just <laughs> i just clocked 27 okay <laughs> 20 serving okay this is what i call my age now i'm serving okay i'm serving glow looks <laughs> radiance everything but anyways um which, by the way, birthday was late, late. It was madly. It was cool, late. And I'm sorry for the people that couldn't be there. But, you know, I really had to try to be budget-wise. Even though I went over budget. But it's okay. It's all worth it. It's once in a year. So, yeah, that's that. Okay, I know I'm just, like, going, going, going to another topic. But don't worry. I'm going to swerve back, okay? So, yeah, basically... <laughs> Um, back to the Oscars, okay? I didn't forget my, my train of thought. <laughs> so back to the Oscar, uh, it was really nice. People look great, amazing. Anyways, um, the old jeets of the whole matter is Will Smith smacked the hell out of Chris Rock, okay? 
if you don't know who these people are, then um, I'm not sure we should be friends. <laughs> but no, just kidding. Just go search on Google and you're going to know. I'm sure you've seen them in movies. So yeah. Anyways, Will Smith is like one of my uh, favorite actors. So for me, that was like surprising. But then again, I also wasn't surprised because I just felt like, hmm, it 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 was coming, you know, like Chris Rock had it coming, but it wasn't even Chris Rock. I felt like anyone <laughs> that would have been in Chris Rock's position, anyone who would have said the same statement as Chris Rock would have gotten their hands, okay? And I'm going to tell you what basically went on. Uh, Chris Rock was, I guess, um, hosting or something, and um, he made a bad joke. I mean, he's a comedian, granted. He made a joke, and to be honest, Will Smith did laugh, okay? He did laugh, but, you know, you can't also read too much into the laughter because you might think perhaps he laughed because he was uncomfortable, or he just laughed because he thought it was just funny, but his wife, on the other hand, Jada Pinkett Smith, and I love me some Jada, okay? She's gorgeous, she's beautiful, and she always speaks so eloquently, you know? She just speaks facts. But anyways, um, Jada wasn't feeling that comment, okay? Um, because the, the joke was basically at the expense of her. The joke was something along the line that... Um, Chris Rock said, oh, he couldn't wait to see Jada in the movie G.I. Jane. And, you know, if you know that movie, if you search on Google, you know the char- the character, the actor there also has a bold head. And you all know Jada is bold, and but it wasn't like by choice. She just had to go bold because she's suffering from alopecia. So it wasn't really a fun subject. On, you know, in Chris' defense as well... I- you might also say perhaps he didn't really know that, you know, Jada had this uh, illness and he just made a joke that was just bad on his end. I mean, Tiffany Haddish also is bold and she did it out of choice. So you might also think maybe Chris Rock ain't really following social media like every one of us. You know what I mean? On one end, you're like, I mean, if someone like me over here in Europe, in Poland, okay, <laughs> knows that Jada Smith has got, you know, alopecia, I mean, not how much more Chris Rock who lives literally in Hollywood. You know what I mean? So we don't really know. And I just felt like in that moment, I felt like Will had to do what he needed to do. He wanted to literally make an example out of him. Because on the other hand, a lot of people have been making a lot of jokes, you know, at the couple. We all know the entanglement. And I think I spoke about the entanglement on one of my podcasts last uh, year, one of the episodes. But yeah, I felt like we've all had our share of like taking a little jab at them. But in all fairness as well, they also caused this. They put this out there, you know. And, you know, they used to be such a like perfect couple and we used to put them on this pedestal. But perhaps it wasn't their choice. Maybe they didn't really want to be on that pedestal and they started to show more of their lives because you can tell Will Smith now has his own uh, YouTube which I really love. I always follow his latest drop. Like, 
really really great jada also has her own show the red table talk which i really really recommend for you guys to check out it's just amazing and she you know lets it really she she get she gives this show to everybody it wasn't even for money making or anything it's on facebook so that's really dope so i feel like the more we got to we started to see more into their life things started to also unravel and which maybe for a lot of people they were just like oh will smith are not like beyonce and jay-z you know like beyonce and jay-z you know them but you don't really know nothing about their life except for that debacle from the elevator okay due to that camera but other than that they are as tight you know as you know what i mean so anyways i felt like and you know recently as well um i've forgotten her name but uh (laughs) She made a joke also at the couple while she was giving them uh, an interview. And she did mention like, oh, I hope there's no entanglement going on over here. And, you know, they just kind of like laughed it off, you know, but it wasn't funny. It really wasn't funny. So I kind of feel like, um, and anyways, Will Smith wouldn't have done anything to uh her. She's an actor, by the way, so I don't think she would have. He would have done anything to her because she, you know she's a woman. Maybe Jada could have nipped it in the bud back then, but she didn't, and they just kind of let it slide. But I feel like since that time, maybe they kind of had that talk because also the social media we're talking about it like what she did was not cool at all so i feel like maybe it kind of was already in the back of their head and they were like yeah the next person to make a funny joke is gonna be in trouble yeah i remember the the lady's name uh the actor's name is um laverne cox i think anyways um so that was just that was just how the oscar went down and you know it it isn't also the first time that Chris Rock made a joke at the expense of Jada. There was a time also she made a joke at her expense, like saying something about, oh, oh Jada was trying to boycott. I think Jada was trying to boycott the Oscars or the Emmy back then. And um, Chris Rock made a, made a joke at that. And that was also a little bit whack because, come on, like leave Jada alone, like, maybe they have something going on that we don't know, I really don't know, or perhaps, I don't know, it just, it's it's weird, so it could also be that, you know, Will Smith already had an eye on him since then, and was just like, the next time he makes one mistake, that could have gone down, so to be honest, on both, I'm not really, like, against Will Smith, at the end of the day, we cannot all be perfect and shit happens. Of course, I feel like he did the right thing. I feel like he did the right thing, but I think it was the wrong place. You know what I mean? I feel like he could have smacked him behind stage. You know, he could have waited for him to get off stage and then boom. But then again, <laughs> you know, emotions work in different ways. And, you know, sometimes you really just can't control it. And it just sucks for Will Smith considering that it it was his first award ever. Like his Oscar award 
and to just make this debacle overshadow his greatness, his talent, that was just so... It was just in a bad taste. And now, you know, the Oscar Academy, they're kind of thinking to take his award back from him due to this violence altercation. And that's also not nice. But if they have to follow the book, probably they will do that. But at the end of the day, I don't think that's the first ever altercation that that has ever taken place, okay, on Oscars. There were so much more. So we shouldn't be like, oh my God, it's the first time a black person, like violence, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I feel like he he should have done it, but he shouldn't have got caught on the camera, period. Like if someone, you know, if someone does something to my family and stuff, oh, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a definitely like hit back, but I'm going to know when to hit back because I'm this kind of person. Like <laughs> I don't want my business out there like that. You know, I want to keep it cute and classy, but <laughs> trust me behind stage, it's going down. But then again, I really understand where where Will was coming from, he just had it. He had it up to the max. And it was like, nope. I don't even think he even knew what was going on. I don't even think he knew when he got up and smacked him and went back to his seat. I think he just went full force. He just, you know, followed his emotions. His emotions got the better of him, and that's just what happened. And, you know, it was kind of fun then in the beginning to, like, you know, Chris was like, wow, Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. And, you know, people were laughing, and I was also laughing, but then Will Smith was like, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth. And that's when I realized, oh, shoot, like, that's when people were like, ooh, ooh, it's not funny, because at first people thought it was a stunt, you know. <laughs> but it wasn't. So anyways... I'm going to be waiting for um, her next, uh, the next Red Table Talk episode because I know for a fact they're going to talk about it. And they're the kind of family, and this is also why I really love them. They're the kind of family, they really don't hide behind anything. They really come out there and just say it. They tell the truth and they tell nothing but the truth. So that is also one of the reasons why why I really, really respect them. And the smack also just shows that they're humans. Like, really, they're human beings and we really cannot fault them and nobody's perfect. So, and also Chris Rock is a real one for not like, you know, suing Will Smith because he really could go to jail. I mean, there's no way you can, you know, go about, you know, getting over the lawsuit it's it's literally on tv so so he's a real one he's a gangster he's a he's a g like i really respect that dad of him but i don't think I, that would have been expected from a white person <laughs> so i don't know but anyways that was just the jits i feel like i spoke a lot but that's just me i loved i'm a i'm such a good narrator when it comes to stories people love to hear me tell them stories <laughs> And I think that's obviously why this podcast was birthed. <laughs> anyway, so moving on to today's um, <laughs> topic, you know, it's going to be fun, but also, I guess, serious as well. So let's get down to it. We're going to be talking about friendship. Friends. Yes, yes, yes. Friendship. Because why not? Like, I feel like 
I've had this conversation with few people and um, there's, you know, it's so funny because a lot of my friends and I, we have such deep conversations that I just be like, damn, I wish I had my podcast mic with me. Like, let's have this talk, you know? And sometimes, you know, I, I feel like when we're having those deep talks as well, they're really great. And I just, I'm always like, oh, I wish my audience could really have a preview of this kind of conversations we're having. By the end of the day, I don't want to like ruin the conversation and be like, hey, let's talk. Let's, let's put this on my podcast episode because I feel like, you know, it could make them not be fully themselves or a little bit uncomfortable because some people are just not used to putting themselves out there especially some people don't like to see themselves on camera and some people don't like to listen to their voices it just it is what it is so i'm the kind of <laughs> devil's advocate or maybe the angel call it whatever you want but i'm the person that you know would get my notes i'll take notes i'll listen and i'll be like you know what next episode or you know on my podcast or something i'll make sure to bring this up and kind of add everybody's uh point of view so um yeah anyways moving on right to the topic okay friendship 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 what really does uh friendship mean to you guys i mean you can pause this if you need to but really I feel like sometimes we really need to evaluate our friendship, okay? Including me, myself. I mean, nobody's above, you know, mistakes. And I feel like that's really something we often don't talk about. And that needs more light and we need to speak more about. So, yeah. Anyways, what does friendship mean to you guys? And I'm going to say uh, what friendship means to me because everybody might have a different meaning. And anyways, for me, I just feel like obviously it's a kind of relationship, right? Friendship, friends, relationship together. Okay. So yeah, it is a relationship between uh, two people. It's not a romantic relationship. Obviously, it's a strictly friendships. But... um. It, I feel like this a friendship is a state of mutual trust. You have to have a certain trust for the other person. You have to have trust for each other for you guys to be like, okay, we're friends. We can tell each other anything. And the biggest one a lot of people forget is support, okay? Support. You have to trust each other and you have to be able to support each other through thick and thick. It's kind of like in an actual relationship too. Really, it's really almost everything like an actual relationship except romance, okay? Romance ain't just involved, isn't involved. I mean, you know, they have some friendships though <laughs> that do have, you know, a little bit, like people might think it's a little bit romantic, but that it can have a little bit of romance, but not like in a sexual way because... Romance also can be in a different way. Like sometimes I go on dates with my friends, you know. Sometimes before I realized, sometimes when I was single, okay, like I'll take my guy friends as my dates to some certain events. Doesn't mean we had anything romantic going on between us. It was just that they were there to support me. I trust them and who are the best to go with me, you know. I would rather go with my 
guy friends than with a random stranger. So even sometimes I'll go with my guy friends than my actual partner at the time because sometimes maybe who who knows, maybe I just didn't feel comfortable enough around the partner or trust them enough. I mean, hell, when I think about it, could be for different reasons. But anyways, you just know that your friends got your back, okay? And I always say this, that, you know, bros before hoes. <laughs> I think uh, the guys made this statement up, but I really do agree with them. I feel like if you really do have friendships, sometimes they can stand the test of time. And sometimes they are even worth more than some relationships sometimes. It shouldn't be, but sometimes. It depends also on what kind of relationship you're having. But if you don't trust your part in an actual relationship and stuff obviously it means then that probably your friendship is probably worth much more than your actual relationship if that makes sense so but um i used to be this kind of person that you know my friendships they're always based on trust loyalty and just support like i'm this kind of person i I really be, I'm really guarded over my friends, okay, even though I'm a little, I could come across sometimes a bit cold, but I'm still, I would say I'm more warmer towards my friends, even than towards my partners, I, I think a lot of people have made that, um, <laughs> they've made that observations, but I just don't know, I feel like when I really feel trust my friends, especially just it's based off of pure foundations you just click it's not forced you grow organically it's just amazing there's some friendship that it takes time to build 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 and i've had those friendships that they really put time and effort into it and you're just like hmm, okay and you just grow organically and there's some friends you just meet them and you click immediately and you know you just you just jet off, you know, like, you're like, yes, that's my B. <laughs> so, um, they have friends, um, like this as well. And some friendship, they come and go and some friends just, some friendship just stand, they stay forever. Like sometimes you could, you could even find your soulmates within your friends. Like some friends you could have a soulmate or a twin flame like those kind of friends like you always talk to every day you know or you kind of know what's going on with their life or you're like yo i feel like something's not right with you and you know they'd be like damn you how how you feel that like that's true so those kind of friendship i feel like sometimes you could have some kind of twin flames or like you know soulmates and soulmates doesn't have to always be just in a relationship you know anyways um and there does friendship as with well, people especially uh with the opposite uh sex a lot of people might think wow you really must have a thing going on between you both but you're compatible but not in a relationship way just in a friendship way but people would not believe that they just think nah there must be something more going and it's like no like sometimes you can have more than friendship and sometimes it could really be like soulmate or you know this kind of twin flame or you just have a really really tight compatibility so yeah i really do believe that you can be friends with opposite sex of course sometimes 
there's a thin line. I feel like in the beginning, there's always that one person that thinks of the other person attractive. But then once there's a boundary or they feel like, okay, the other person doesn't feel the same. I mean, some people just have a crush and they get over it. And then they just end up becoming friends. And I really do uh, strictly believe in this. So anyways, next question is, what kind of friend are you? Hmm. What kind of friend are you? I feel like... Hmm, Anybody, everybody can say what kind of friends they are, but um, I feel like the other, your other friends should be able to confirm or attest to that, like, okay, that's true, you're that kind of friend, you know, because a lot of people can be like, oh, I'm such a loyal friend, and the other's like, but uh, you wasn't loyal to me, you know, like <laughs> you was playing with my enemy last time I checked. So um there are different kind of friendships, but but for me I'm just gonna say I'm the kind of friend who who's gonna have your back. That's definitely I feel like if you ask any of my friends, I've been there for them. Like I'm the kind of friend that, you know, you can call me and be like, yo, something just happened, I need you right now and Literally, if I'm in town, I'll be there. Even if I'm not in town and you really have maybe some, you know, bad situation going down, you know, that's like health-related issue, bro. I could even fly the next day or find someone that could be there before I can be there, you know. So I'm that kind of friend. And a lot of, I mean, I'm just saying this not because I just think of myself as that, but a lot of my friends have said that about me. So, and, you know, now when I think about it, I'm like, of course, of course, <laughs> anyways, um, also, um, I would say for sure that I'm the kind of friend that I, I, I am loyal, but obviously not to a blinding point. Um, I, I like to say facts. I'm the kind of friend, like, I'm going to tell you what it is, but I'll be loyal to you, like, if you're also loyal to me, like, obviously, I'm not gonna be loyal to you if you're doing other stuff behind my back, and I'm the kind of friend that I I see what's going on, sometimes I even be silent, but I feel like I can be loyal, but I'm not, like, those kind of friends that are, like, just, oh, this is my friend, and just loyal to a blind spot, you know, I need to, like, I, I need to see that, okay, our loyalty is very healthy because I used to be, when I was younger, you know, in Sweden, we used to have those kind of friends that, hey, we're friends, we don't talk to this person, so you can't talk to her and this and that. And that was kind of, you know, I guess known to be this kind of loyalty. But for me, I wasn't vibing with that fact because I just feel like people should be free and also you can't, you can't make people fight your battles. Like, okay, I'll fight my friends' battles when I see what's going down right there and then. Like, when I really know that, okay, she has no fault. And, you know, I can really judge properly. Like, sometimes I really know when someone is wrong. And, you know, even my friends, I'll still be friends, but I'll, I'm going to tell them, yo, that was dead ass wrong of you. I'm really not going to be supporting you like that out there. So don't be putting my name in it because I'll be silent. So I'm going to tell them. But when I know that they're right, oh, I'm also the kind of friend that like, yo, you was right. And I'm going to tell the other person, you know, they was wrong and I'm going to get your back. So I'm this kind of person. So basically what I'm trying to say is 
I'm the kind of friend that just tell it straight to your face, okay? I'm real. I'm one of the real ones, okay? <laughs> but um, I would definitely say I do have uh, different ways I uh, treat my friends because it's just I have different <laughs> kind of friends. Trust me. I don't have one kinds of friends because I'm very multifaceted. My mind is very like... It's very intertwined that I feel like different people fulfill different parts of me, let's say, you know. So there are some friends that are more cognitive to to me and some friends are more like social. And, you know, some friends are more spiritual. So to be honest, I have different friends. friends and sometimes it's funny when, when some of my friends think they can get along with some of my friends and <laughs> it never ends well and then they blame me and i'm just like why y'all blaming me just because i brought y'all together didn't mean i want y'all to be friends i just brought y'all together so we can all mingle but <laughs> anyways that will be for another time but anyways i really need to take a break because my food just got here so i don't know maybe we're gonna be eating and talking and stuff and other stuff and i'll get back to you <laughs> so let's take a short break and we're gonna be right back okay ladies have you experienced waking up in the morning in a hurry to get to work opening your closet only to find out you have nothing in your wardrobe to wear even though your wardrobe is full of clothes well, I know that feeling and that's why Aced Styling is here to help you out. Who are Aced Styling, you might be wondering? Well, this is a fashion business that I, Agnesita, adventured out on in the hopes to help women out there with their fashion sense. It is a business service or fashion service just to create lots of convenience for you women out there. So if you want a personal shopper, we're here to help you. If you want to revamp your wardrobe to give it a different colorful or just a more vibrant personality look, we're here to help you. If you want a photo shoot and you do not know who to style you, look no further because we have everything for you for your photo shoot. If you have a birthday party, wedding ceremony, cocktail event, red carpet gala, we're here to find the perfect outfit for that day. So go on ahead to Instagram and type in Aced Styling, A-C-E-D-S-T-Y-L-I-N-G, and contact us for a consultation and hoping to see you soon. Welcome back, guys. So uh, let's just dive right in. Um, anyways, so like I said, I really do have uh, different kinds of friends. So fr some friends, they're just introvert. We just chill at home. Some friends are more like party friends. We go out, they have the high energy. Some friends are more like, you know, business oriented. We're like talking about goals, ambitious, those kind of things. Even some friends are more dreamer friends. They just dream. Doesn't mean they do anything, but they dream and they are big dreamers. And sometimes it's nice also when you're with those kind of friends because sometimes 
you could end up also having bigger dreams for yourself that you might not have even thought about. So you could just expand into that or just be in that vibe as well. And, you know, some friends to just are more for the fashion. Like you see this, you see those friends and you just click like, yes, style wise, bam, bam, bam. And some friends, psychological friends, like they're more like mental friends. Like you start talking about deep shit, you know, like things that other people would not even be able to comprehend, you know, and you're just like, wow, like, where's our brain going? Are we high or something? But you're not. You're just like having this deep conversation. Doesn't mean other people are stupid too. No, they're not. It doesn't really take away from their friendships as well, in my opinion. I just say that as different friends are different for different reasons and that's okay it's literally like having kids I mean I don't have kids so but I'm sure I can relate to this because you know my parents have kids so all my siblings I think we do have different personalities and different things we might bring for our parents and that's okay you know but together we make a whole for them you know obviously they're not they don't really want to lose anyone so it's gonna be sad so I feel like that that will kind of be the same thing as like friends because you also you don't want to lose one uh one side or one person from your friendship groups you know because it's going to take away from one part of your life as well but anyways (laughs) I do feel like at some point you should always evaluate your friendship because if it's not bringing anything for you or you're not bringing anything into their relationship, then to be honest, it really does not make any sense. So yeah, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like also when you grow, sometimes it is very, very possible that you grow up apart. And that is very, frankly, quite okay. People are, you know, nowadays trying to hold on to relationship too fast like hold on too tight and sometimes she just easily let it go and that's fine doesn't mean anything is wrong with you guys it just means you've outgrown each other and that's okay frankly anyways so yeah that's that about me having multiple friends I really have multiple friends when it comes to race their sexual orientation, um, sex, you know, meaning boy, girl, um, age, like I'm friends with younger people than me. I'm friends with older, much older people than me. Honestly, I just, I'm this kind of person that I can totally vibe with different group of friends. And I don't know why I feel like that's also a gift. And I think I'm quite gifted and it maybe for a lot of people outside, they also see that, wow, she's got so much friends. Yeah, that's a little bit of the reason why, because I do have little parts of me that you can always relate to. So that's, uh, my life is just <laughs> a whole <laughs> novel. So anyways, that could be part of it. I'm quite a complex person, but yet simple. Anyways, the paradox of it all. So moving on, yeah. <laughs> um have you ever fallen out with um any friends, if you may? Uh you guys, I feel like this kind of podcast is also for you guys to like, you know, kind of evaluate your own friendships. So um yeah, I have. I've fallen out with uh 
not a couple, but just few, but some of them which we actually got back together. And I'm this kind of person that I never fall out without like having a confrontation. I'm someone who's quite confrontational, but obviously in a very healthy communication manner, not like in a violent way. Mm-mm. We have to keep it classy over here, you know? And I mean, what are we fighting? It's not like we're fighting over someone's man or money or anything. So just have to, if it's more so about your feeling, you just have to table it properly and see how the other person reacts to it. So yeah, I have fallen off with friends. I mean, it was quite, some were logical and some were not quite logical. Sometimes it could also be maybe due to my fault, their fault mainly, or just both of us fault. But usually it was never mainly my fault, but obviously everybody has a partake in um in a disagreement it takes to to tango as they say so yeah i have friends that we have fallen out but we also got back together i mean doesn't always mean it's gonna be like it used to be but somehow you end up creating a new friendship a new definition of what kind of friends friendship you want because obviously after this huge conflict or disagreement you end up setting a new boundaries for each other so yeah, that's how I see it. And there's some friends you just like, bruh, I don't I don't even want to have nothing to do with them. Like, nope, I'm done, done, done. <laughs> I do, I, I did, and I'm done. Something like this. So but then again, um those friends I don't think um they were like truly, truly friends, friends of mine. I feel like they were just new friends that ended up fading away quickly so yeah but a long time friends I don't really think um I've had any like falling out and we never got back in touch no 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 never happened it it can mean that we never spoke for a very long time but it doesn't really mean that we fell out of relationship and also I'm this kind of person that we might not even speak for months but then when we talk, we just kind of catch up on everything. And, you know, it's almost like we never miss the day. So I have friends like this as well. And that's really cool. So, yeah. Um, someone also asked, do you ever give second chances? Yes. <laughs> like I said, I've had friends that, you know, we fell out and we got back together. So, yeah, I do believe in second chances. And I also feel like when I become friends with someone in the beginning, um sometimes I feel like my friendship are very organic that I do see their hearts so me giving them a second chance also is also off of based off of wow how we became friends you know and thinking of the good times and you cannot just erase all good times over one small thing I mean also it also depends on you know the whole context not just once it it depends how big of an issue the the issue is you know what I mean so I feel like if you're dealing with someone that's narcissist if you're dealing with someone that like gives you a lot of headache like mental issues you know those kind of toxic kind of friendship okay now that is not healthy and that is not good and that you just need to like cut off immediately you know they're just those friends that you have a huge miscommunication and no one wants to take ownership and you're going back and forth <laughs> and it you know it just makes it 
even more worse or intense and you end up drifting apart and then somehow you have the time to think because then you start to think about the good times you had you had and how much time you've missed and then somehow you come back together and you try to have a good communication and you kind of understand each other and then you move on so you know of course one person might be hurt than the other person but sometimes it might take a little bit longer for the other person to see where the first person was coming from and just to be able to be in their position and shoes so sometimes it happens for different reasons so second chances in those cases are you know are acceptable but there are those second chances you shouldn't give like i said if it's toxic or i don't know someone did something to really betray you you know and those things are i don't think they're very hard to come back from so yeah like i said it really really depends someone also asked that um have i a crazy story where <laughs> i and my friends got into trouble or something risky that could have almost gotten us into trouble quite frankly i don't think so at least right now i can't really think of anything i just feel like my i mean now i'm grown so maybe when i was a bit younger sure but not like i mean i don't know i think my friends and i we're not that crazy (laughs) i think maybe with the guys it would be funny to get their story how it goes but in general we are not that mischievous even though we can act like we're mischievous but then again we can oh i think i remember one oh yeah 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 what am i talking about of course we're mischievous (laughs) well yeah but it was years back okay right now no i don't be playing those games no more but back then i've had uh i think we were in an apartment i came back from sweden so we were i rented out this place but i didn't know that um it wasn't soundproofed and we're supposed to have a party there so it's kind of like when you know oh it's not soundproof how do you tell all your friends sorry party's cancelled you can't come and these were my close friends at that time like it wasn't even like a bunch of friends it was literally like my closest one of my closest friends there were like four or five and we were it we weren't making that much noise but it seemed like we were making a lot of noise you know because if you're having a party and it's not soundproof to other people who are sleeping by 10 p.m it's a lot for them so they ended up calling the police <laughs> and they came and oh my god we were really having so much fun the music was good we were twerking like everyone was basically living their best lives and you know also they hadn't seen me i hadn't seen them in a long time so the turn up was real the police came and (laughs) when the police came which by the way another tip by the way i heard that when the police knocks on your door in poland technically you're not obliged obligated to open the door okay i didn't know that so but anyways we opened the door and uh but thankfully there were male cops okay at the end of the day you gotta use what you got to get what you want so my friend and i we were you know we were not looking shabby either we were looking cute so we were just talking nicely to them i was trying to speak in english just like oh my god were we that loud 
oh my bad we're sorry cops like we're really really sorry and giving them this puppy eyes <laughs> and you know they're also like seeing like girls people of color you know polish people they be thinking we're exotic and all that so sometimes you just gotta use it to your advantage so they just found us cute or sexy i don't know or whatever they just found us like okay they really cannot hurt a fly. Okay, let's just leave them. Let's let's let this slide. So they didn't find us. They didn't arrest anybody. And they just left us. <laughs> so that was cute. We had a fun also for another half an hour. Then we decided to hit the club, I think. So yeah, that was fun. That was very good times. But yeah, I'll say that was really where we could have almost got into trouble. Also, another time. And this time, I think... <laughs> We might have been smoking something, but the cops, they, they call the cops. But, you know, obviously now I know the rules. So I did not open the door, <laughs> so they didn't come. But I hope my friend didn't get into trouble the next day because she was the one living there. We had traveled to another city to meet her. So anyways, that's just something that I, I'm not sharing anymore. So <laughs> that was just that. But now I'm older and wiser, okay? I party wisely and smartly. <laughs> okay, so someone asked, what is something you'd never tolerate from a friend or something you could tolerate? Uh, I don't know what they mean by what I can tolerate from a friend in terms of negativity because, I mean, you can only tolerate that to a certain extent and point. So I, I, I don't think I can tolerate that. But I feel like, I have tolerated in the past people using me in some way, either financially or just uh, my presence, my, I don't know, I wouldn't even say status because I'm not that popular, to be honest, okay? It's not like I'm famous or anything, but I do feel like I have this vibe of bringing people in and I feel like sometimes people use that to just like gain connections and stuff. And then just put me out the loop, you know? But, you know, when you know those kind of friends, you just back away. It's not even something you have to call them out on because it just doesn't make sense. But if you've had, like, a very long-term friendship with someone and then they start to do this, then it's something you can call them out on. And I've called some people quite out on that because sometimes money can get in between you people. And if people disrespect that and they don't, like, respect your time in that way it's not nice but yeah that was literally things i tolerated in past but no more <laughs> and i think what i would not tolerate and what i definitely don't tolerate at all is being disrespectful you know being rude you know but in a disrespectful way like in the first time i might think oh Maybe they didn't mean it like that because you want to give them the benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, your friends will not treat you that way. But once you see it repeat itself, you just have to nip it in the butt. And there's some people I had to check in private and some people I had to really check them in public right there and then. So I'm this kind of person, but then I just move on and let it be. So you have to show people also how you want to be treated. Otherwise, they just keep treating you that way because you let it happen. I mean, same way in a relationship. So that's just that. I definitely also don't tolerate people who lie. I just don't find that really... I feel like I lose trust for them. But doesn't mean I'll X them out as my friends. But I'm just not going to have them as much as I used to, you know, in a close way. 
because I feel like they're those friends. I don't know if you know, they're those friends that they just like to like not even being dramatic because dramatic is one thing, but they like over exaggerate and add lies just to make it so huge and make it what it isn't. You know, I don't know. Sometimes you wonder what they're trying to prove or who they're trying to impress. But yeah, they they are those friends and I don't know if it's I think it's just a thin line between being over exaggerative and just lying blatantly and sometimes I think some people just think we're stupid like we're really buying their lies and eating it up like mm, really this really happened oh my god you did that but then you kind of know everything but you just want them to keep <laughs> rolling with it and just be there because since they're comfortable and they've been doing this for a long time so you just want to let them be like sometimes you just got to choose your battles and it's not your time it's not your place to be I don't know trying to fix some people it is what it is and the last question for the day someone asked um how do you uh confront someone when they're not treating you in a nice way how do you confront them do you just cut them off from your life or try to confront them but how do you confront them this was this is the question so um there are different ways to confront people and i'm going to be very very strategic here i mean take it step by step because people are different so first of all you need to look at the friend you want to confront because also i've gotten this in the past and people assume oh my god you don't treat me like you treat person b or you don't treat me like you treat person a but you you know you treat you have them to the same standard but it doesn't mean the way you treat them are the same way because the same guide you use for person A might not be the same guide you use for person C just because their personality is different and how you guys are are different and they're not going to know that you know so you have to first of all see ask yourself are you a confrontive person or is the other person a confrontive person so say you are the confront you can confront but it seems like in your message, you are not a confrontive person because you're asking if to confront or not. If you're a confrontive, confrontational person, you would have just done that. But okay, sometimes even confrontational people do not want to like confront their friends in the beginning because they just don't want it to be awkward or turn into a bad, you know, whole saga. So either way, I'd say um, you can either call them and be like, hey, let's meet up, you know, I mean, we need to talk, blah, 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 and then you can meet over food or something, and then just be like, hey, I'd like to bring something to your attention, and say it in a very nice way, you know, or if you're not a confrontive person, you might just, like, write it to them, uh, let's say in a nice SMS, but have it, like, you know, somewhere where you can know, like, it was read, okay, <laughs> so you can just, you know, write a really you know, explain detailed uh, message and send it to them. But also in this confrontational message, you cannot just say, hey, you treat me bad. You need to say why you, why you think they treated you bad, how you feel. You need to give an actual instance because there are people that they just say, oh, you make me feel this way, but how? Because sometimes it can also be in your head 
or you know i don't know it, it really can be also a misunderstanding so you have to state those instances so that that way you're giving the other person a chance to clarify themselves and if they don't then it definitely means you were right and even if you were not right but they don't clarify it just also means they don't really care about your feelings at all and they don't really care that you feel that way or not so at the end of the day you shouldn't also keep them as your friends so it goes both ways i mean i've had situation also where <laughs> that was very unghetto story yo that now that is an unghetto story okay i just thought about that right now i had oh and i get i get this friend two chances okay two chances child yeah and yeah they fucked up they fucked up i don't even want to try to like <laughs> anyways i'm just gonna say it because <laughs> it is what it is but yeah so i was friends with this person for a very long time and we fell out first for some miscommunication he wasn't there for me when i needed him but other people were but he was doing something else that was not even that important and like i said when you're not there for your friends especially when they when they needed you and when they specifically told you they needed you and you're just like cooking up lies that's just weird you know so that was already one strike and we didn't talk for a very long time anyways i ended up giving him a second chance we ended up talking he apologized blah 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 and yeah we're cool because he had a good vibe good energy you know and sometimes he does speak a very he, he has like this wisdom you know kind of vibe because he was older than me granted so when sometimes he talks you know that he talks out of experience and you just have to like take it in and you know take your notes and take some lessons but I also feel like sometimes his ego can really get in his way and he thinks, you know, nobody can teach him more than he knows, especially a younger person, you know. I think sometimes it can also be due to cultural factors. Anyways, long story short, why we fell out was um, he was dating someone and I actually never knew about this person. I don't even have their contacts, nothing. But he had told me about this person. I was super excited for him because... He never dated someone for a very long time, at least not that I know of. So I was super happy to hear that. And, you know, I was just hyping this relationship. Like, yay, have a great time. Go visit her because they had like a distant relationship. So I was just like, yeah, when are you going home? Oh, my God, what are you getting her? Like, I was super excited for him. And come to find out, um, anyways, he told me that, oh, the relationship ended, I guess, months later. And I didn't even ask so much into details. I think I asked a bit like, okay, what happened? You know, because you'd want to know what happened. I mean, did someone cheat? Did you fell out of love? And I think it just says something along the line that maybe she's crazy or I don't know, she wanted him for something else, you know. And I didn't really quite get it, but I knew that Anyways, he says something she did wrong and that's why they're not together. So, okay, I was sorry for him and, you know, I really wished it went well, but that was that. Fast forward later, a few months later, uh, this girl writes me online. I don't even know where. She just found my page and she said, hey, are you the friend of Sosa Surprise? I'm like, yeah, what happened? And uh, she basically said, oh, well, um, he said so so so." you should be careful because, you know, he really talks bad about you. He said that, you know, maybe I'm the reason why they fell out because I was giving her 
I, I was teaching her bad stuff, you know, that she's listening to me and she's listening to a bad person. I mean, the person who's not in a stable relationship, like, I was like, wait, 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 what? How is my name in you guys? Like, I, I don't even know you, woman. Like, I don't even know this lady. And this girl is like, well, I, and to be honest, I could, I really didn't believe her at first. But then she started, you know, I live by receipts. And, I, and what I mean by receipts, because <laughs> that's my slang, receipts are like showing evidence. So any form of evidence that can fully prove that, <laughs> This, whatever you're saying is real, I'm down for it. So she sends me like screenshot of what he's saying. Like, oh, you're listening to her? The one who's not in a relationship? I mean, what is me not being in a relationship got to do with anything? I choose not to be in, a, in any relationship because it's my choice. And I was young. Like, I don't even know. I was 20-something young, living my best life. Should I have been in a relationship i mean and i'm so confused but anyways i feel like maybe i don't know if he was jealous or he wished he had my life or he thought oh a girl like me who's a model and just out there like i i am not serious you know maybe i'm just because you know it also boils down to cultural stuff you know he is you know not very you know westernized so i feel like his mentality was just like, oh, she's a model there, putting her body out there, you know, living a life, going on dates, but not in a relationship. Going on date doesn't mean you're multi-fucking. Going on date doesn't even mean you're doing anything. It just means you're socializing. So for me, that was so strange that my conversation got to that relationship. I mean, I that was weird. I mean, I know that at some point he had some feelings towards me in the beginning, but obviously that was way, 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 way back before we even became friends. And, you know, I just did it like, yo, you're my friend. It's never going to go that way. I'm not even attracted to you. I don't even fancy you like that boy. Like, please stop. And, you know, we just ended up becoming friends. And, you know, he would make sure that I was even good, you know, sometimes he'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna bring food over to you, you know, like, he was really good at cooking, like, sometimes he would even, like, I don't know, get me gifts, you know, with our other friends, so it wasn't also just me, so it wasn't like, oh, he was just giving me gifts because I'm special, because he would do that with other people, but I don't know, now, I don't know, that was strange, so basically, when I saw this screenshots, I was just, oh my God, my chest just, it just, ooh, it just sunk because I could not believe he was saying such things about me. But then on the phone, when we would talk, you know, he even came all the way to see me because he had moved out. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to come see you in the country when I'm back in town. Like, you know, I really thought, wow, yeah, like, that's a really good friend. And I was really planning to come see him because he was like, when are you going to come visit me? And I was like, okay, if you really come, I'm really going to come see you. I know I'm really busy with work and all that, but, you know, you have to take time for friends. So I really wanted to take that time out and to think he was talking trash and things about me. I think it was just like the universe trying to like protect me not to go over and visit him because I'm this kind of person. I'll come visit you. Like even my friends in high school can tell you that like uh, I will come see you. It doesn't matter where you live. But that was so strange that he was talking trash about me to this woman who I knew nothing about, you know, and 
I, I had to believe her because, I mean, I don't think she would have taken the time out of her day to, like, I don't know, formulate these messages with these pictures and everything, you know? I don't think so. So, anyways, I believe that. And for me, I I mean, I tried to give the, the benefit of the doubt to explain, but even if he had found the perfect explanation, I would still never be friends with him because I would just need it. I would need to be cautious, you know, because that's just... That's just something you need to be very careful of. Long story short, I think I wrote him. I cursed them out. I literally cursed them out. I waited for him to read the message and I blocked his ass because <laughs> I was just done. You know, like when you're, and, you know, I'm usually not the kind of petty person to block people. I'm not that kind of, I just feel like it's childish, but I actually gave him a heads up before like, hey, you have 24 hours to literally like, explain this nonsense like how dare you like how effing dare you like really i like that was so disrespectful and i was like nah you're not a friend you're a hater and you just wanted to be in my life to see what's going on to see i don't know to get some benefit or whatever so yeah and you know i know that sometimes in his to get relationship and stuff he would kind of use me like hey i have a friend who's a model in this and kind of use me so that people will also feel comfortable like hey okay he has normal people or someone out there making it so maybe but I think he was psycho. I literally told him you need help. You need to see a therapist because something ain't going right in your brain. Because this lady basically said like she was mentally exhausted. Like he literally mentally exhausted the poor girl. Like, oh, anyways, I felt sorry for her. You know me. I always take girls' sides, but especially when they have receipts. And this time she had proof and. I just cut it. Like, that was the second chance. And I was like, oh, no way. Like, this time, I just feel like it was like, you know how they say, like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I just felt like, yeah, I was stupid the second time for just giving him the second chance. But at least, you know, I have no regrets for letting that relationship go because at least I know that, okay, I gave you a full chance to really prove yourself. And yet again, you made an ass. You made a fool out of yourself, even out of me but never again, and that's just that, and you're never gonna find a friend like me, as down, loyal, supportive, and as there, as funny, like any other person, like, you can try to, but it's never gonna be the same, so anyways, that's just that on ghetto story on that, like, that was very, that was very ghetto and child, I just tried to really ghetto it for you guys out there, so it's easy to digest, Anyways, this is just to say, don't tolerate disrespect. Don't tolerate anything you wouldn't like treat other people. You know what I mean? Like if you treat people with respect, then they should treat you back with respect. Like if you treat people with kindness, they should treat you back with kindness. You know what I mean? Like you shouldn't treat, like you shouldn't basically tolerate people that will give you mental exhaustion or like you go to see them and when you're back home your energy is just drained you know like they're friends like this and they just suck 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 out of you but they give you nothing in return so those friends you just have to see them once a year child because you know okay you have all the energy in the world to spend on them and after whoop you're out so but anyways oh that is all for today okay i just wanted to give you guys the jades on what's been going on and 
yeah, I can't wait to, you know, catch up with you guys next time, okay? And till then, peace. Love you guys. Bye. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A, and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.